Welcome to the Advice from Hannah show. I'm super excited for our special guest today. You guys are going to be blown away by him and everything that he does on the gram. I can't keep up. So hopefully when this airs, he's not, you know, Fortune 500 company and and what we're talking about will be totally relevant, but he might be doing something else. So Joel, welcome to this platform. I'm super glad that you're here. How are you? Oh, I'm doing great. How are you today? I am just peaches and cream. Super excited to get this conversation going. I know everybody wants to know what you do. So describe yourself. Like, what are, what are you up to? Oh, wow. So uh, what I do, I mean, there's a lot of things that <laughs> I've been doing for a very long time. But what I'm currently doing right now is a lot of uh, business coaching, digital marketing as well. Um, we have kind of like an eclectic business that helps out small businesses and trying to grow their business. So pretty excited about that right now. It's been something that I've been working on for the last eight years to finally be doing it now. So pretty excited about that. You just said you've been working on this for eight years. Did you guys just hear that eight years? So <laughs> <laughs> you just dropped the, we haven't even started talking and you just dropped a gem because in order to get to the best of your abilities, the best of your game, you need to keep doing things over and over again. Um, and eight years, that's that's phenomenal. I applaud you. I, I've been doing this for a year and a half, and some days I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's awesome, though. It takes time and patience, you know. So how did how did this start? Like, in a sense, how did your marketing firm start? Was there something that kind of set you off to do this? Like, what's, what's your story? I want to hear. Sure, sure. So um, I'm originally from Pennsylvania, and uh, I moved to Arizona at the age of 20. Nice. And... Just wanted to kind of get out of that, I don't want to say rut, but you just kind of, in that age, you're like, what am I going to do with my life? And at the time, I was doing music, and I was playing around with jumping from club to club, performing here and there, and then that just wasn't for me anymore. And I moved to Arizona, I got into gym sales, so I got into health and fitness first, and then uh, learned all my sales through there, and just really started developing at that time. And moved back home to Pennsylvania for a few years and missed my friends and realized everyone was sitting at the same bar stool and everybody was still doing the same thing. And I I just didn't want to live that life and moved back to Arizona. So when I went back to Arizona at that time, I went back into the gym industry and I I noticed that I really wanted to help people out. Just didn't know how. And Mm -hmm. In that time frame, I was running businesses in terms of gyms and helping them open their gyms. So they're called what we call pre-sales. And I started learning the process and I got really obsessed with that. And while doing that process, one of my best friends wanted to buy a dojo. And at the time, I've done martial arts all my life as well. And he's like, hey, with your experience, would you like to, to buy this dojo with me? And I was like, uh, you know, I'm doing pretty well for myself right now. <laughs> and, <laughs> Don't know if I want to stop working as a general manager at the gym, right? Worked so hard for this. And I said, hey, why not? So did that in 2011. And we ended up trying to figure out things. You know, we spent all the money we had in savings. We had investors. We didn't know what we were doing at all. Mm-hmm. Um, got taken advantage left and right. Aww. Then my friend ends up leaving 
<laughs> and it was like, oh, what do I do? I got to figure it out. Right? He left you after he sold you the dream? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that's the thing that people don't see is that, um, you know, it, it, it's tough, right? It's tough. And if you're not passionate about something enough, you're going to quit. And, you know, this wasn't my dream, but my passion was to be a business owner. Gotcha. And I said, I have to figure it out. <laughs> I have to figure it out. So I ended up taking over a couple gyms that were about to close and I get, I build up the dojo. And then from there, because of the situations, I was like, well, I have no money. I'm broke. I'm trying to run this business. I demoted my own self at a gym working from 5 a.m. in the morning till 9, 10 o'clock at night. And I was just like, I'll figure it out. So long short from there, my passion grew through Facebook. I was like, man, this is awesome. I was doing videos. I started getting a big following and I really started promoting myself through Facebook in 2012. And I started seeing the power of social media. So I mm -hmm. created a company called Gratrut Productions and that turned into a like public relations company. And then from there we had like our own radio station for a while. It just kept evolving. But yet in the middle of all that, I kept failing. <laughs> hey. And yeah, it's, it's fine. It's fine. I love failure. I love it. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. It's where you learn the most. And that's where I realized that that tenacity and, and pushing hard and pushing forward is what helped me out. So long short of that too, I ended up closing the dojo. I ended up giving this business to a friend of mine, literally just left everything, but I learned a really great lesson. At that time I hit a really dark place and what I learned the most out of that whole situation was the, my true passion where I'm at now. And I said, Hey, I need to jump right back in it. I need to keep doing it. I really want to keep doing marketing. My vision was different from everyone else's. So I knew I had to figure it out. So I found a mentor and that's who is my business partner right now. And I've been working with him for the last, I'd say off and on six to seven years. Mm -hmm. And went to a car dealership while trying to build my dream on the side. It, oh my gosh. It, it was just like one thing after another, after another. But finally I took a leap of faith. I moved here to California and now here I am next to him, my mentor and doing this full time. So that's like without getting into so many specifics and details, but the storm that I went through to finally be where I'm at right now. So, yeah, that was amazing i wish somebody could see my face right now because i'm smiling from ear to ear you went from musician i painted you as a musician though i don't know why i'm like oh my god he has he has had to be in a studio before um <laughs> because you you know how to there's something about a person that deals with music or that has like a musical background they know how to stand and have presence that doesn't come oh, yeah. naturally right so so i got musician gm multiple gym owner car salesman they make some good money shout out to sergio my brother who sells cars um so car salesman and now mentorship with your mentor like how what <laughs> yeah it's uh i i mean i highly recommend and i i talk about this all the time is once you find it and it's funny you know my wife always asks me she's like hey how did like did you finally find your passion right like what is it that took that and ever since I was a young kid, I've tried everything out of the sun. I just knew I would take whatever opportunity was in front of me. 
and I was going to land into whatever I was going to fall in love with. And I was never picky. I mean, from the, from the start, from a kid, I worked at a small Q Mart. It's like a marketplace, uh, helping a friend's family business to working at Rite Aid to working at a sports facility, not knowing a lick of what to do. Um, to HVAC new construction at the age of 18, to Pizza Hut, or actually Domino's delivery pizza. I mean, it, it didn't matter. I just took the job, cell phone sales, you name it, I did it. And it brought me to what I'm doing now. And that's why I, I really encourage your audience, right? If they're struggling with this, is to not just think so much about what they're currently doing, but just think about the opportunities they can take. And it will take them to the path that they're looking for. How do I even say anything after that? Like, <laughs> <laughs> you just dropped so many gems right there that if you guys didn't catch all that, I, I'm going to be listening to, to this podcast probably twice. Um, <laughs> because it's true. You you end up somewhere. I've, I identified with you because I've done everything under the sun. at sales associate, cashier. I've done every single role in a restaurant from bartender, hostess, uh, cleaning tables, doing dishes. I've worked in hospitality for a billion years, so that's where the cab, the gap comes from. And now I'm in uh, supply chain management. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> How did I even get there? I have no idea. But you said something that was like crystal clear on my end, and it's just take the opportunity and figure it out. And you've made each thing your own. And I'm sure you have contacts galore because wherever oh, yeah. you, you've left, <laughs> you are just – everybody's like, oh, my God, I love you, Joel. Come back and work for me whenever you want. Um, I, I'm sure you get that. I am sure you get that. So you touched upon it a bit in a sense of like your mentor and things like that. But who really influenced this journey in a sense? Who who gives you the, the juice to move? Um, <laughs> that's a great question. Um, you know, I got the chills when you told me that. And that that's what defines how real this is for me. Um, you know, I, I have a lot of influences in my life. And, you know, from my best friends that, you know, I grew up with, they're my family and, and they really molded me at a young age. And then to my mother, God bless her soul for, you know, just believing in me and, and pushing me forward as a child, even with the, the heart, the heartaches that we had growing up. And then honestly, what really pushed me over the edge was my 10 year relationship with my wife. I mean, she she's my rock. And we've gone through thick and thin. And when, when she saw something in me, she just drove me. I mean, and I can't tell you enough, like she saw the turmoil we went through, like it just the ups and downs I kept going through trying to figure out what I wanted to do. And she just kept saying, Joel, like, look at what you've done. Like not many people can say they've achieved these things. Don't be so hard on yourself. Oh. And, those words of encouragement and just, hey, keep going, keep going. That that voice in your ear in the literal sense, besides yourself, right? Yeah. You know, they, they always say when you're in leadership, you're always alone up top. And I always strongly suggest to have your accountability partner. And she's always held me accountable. She's not allowed me to just make an excuse for myself. She's always been like, no. Nah, that's not good enough. Like <laughs> you're better than that. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, at the end of the day, when you're in your twenties going into your thirties and she's been there for me, she's really helped me mold me to the man I am now. And I'm very grateful for her. So to answer your question, you know, my wife's been 
really the big, the biggest pushing point for me and where I'm at right now. Well, shout out to her. That that's so <laughs> like, how do I even add to that? Like, how do I say anything after that? Because if it isn't for the partners that we have, we wouldn't be doing what we're doing. Like Daniel, my husband, I talk about him all the time on here. You know, he said no to me to interview him on my pod, but anywho. <laughs> I was but like, yeah, he's pushing you to do it, though. That's great. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, can I interview you? No. I'm like, wow. <laughs> it's all <But> good. <laughs> I know, it's hard out here, but it, I'm going to give you guys a prime example. I'm actually planning something in September, and I'm scared out of my wits to do it. And yesterday, I told him, I said, you know what? I don't think I'm going to do this. And he just looked at me. He's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's all I got from him. No, no. You don't back down from a fight. What's wrong with you? I was like, okay, I'm going to do it. Yes, but in a sense, yes. that's, that's what you kind of need, that, that tough love. I always I always tell everyone that if you if the person you're sleeping next to, you can't turn around and they're your biggest cheerleader, then we really need to reevaluate that that partnership because it, it's so crucial to, to your success and, and your longevity in your business and what you're doing. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. So <laughs> you said your wife's name was Paula? It's Paola. Paola. Hey, Paola. Yes, I say hello. Um, keep, keep pushing him, please. I need more material for my podcast next season. So. <laughs> that's awesome. That, that's so cool that, that you touched upon, in a sense, you, your wife being your, your rock and your mentor. She's, she's the motivator to the motivator. Um, so that's always key. But I know that you've done everything under the sun. Um, I feel like I gotta ask you if you sold juices at a juice bar because I did. And <laughs> well, I guess at a gym it would count if you wanted to count the gym. But yeah, <laughs> I love it. That that's amazing. Um, what's something that you wish you spent less time on? Like I know that I I have a couple of things, but what's something that you look back now and you're like, man, I really shouldn't have spent time doing that. Um, is there anything like that that stands out? You know, it, it, it's funny because ironically, I'm in this business of marketing and the digital, you know, social media. And um, most people that know me to the core know that I actually don't like to be on social media. I don't like to spend too much time on things that can distract me. And, um, you know, a lot of people are like, dude, you, you sell literally social media all day long and you don't like to be on it. You spend too much time on it. <laughs> I'm like, yes, ironically. But then I understand the importance of it, and that's why I do it, right? Um, but at the end of the day, I, I don't watch TV often. I read a lot. Mm -hmm. I listen to podcasts a lot. So, you know, that's my main thing is that I, I want to spend a little bit less time on social media. But uh, that would be my only thing. But I don't have any regrets. That's that's for sure. Amazing. I love that you don't have any regrets because everything that you've done kind of leads you to here. I just, yes. I, I get it. I totally get it. It comes full, the more, quote unquote, like a friend of mine says, woke, you get, <laughs> the mm -hmm, more mm -hmm. all those things that, that make super, a lot of sense. I, I'll tell you something, in college, I got a 98 in my public speaking class. And oh, I wow. disregarded that completely. I was like, whatever. She, like, I thought the teacher, I'm like, the teacher just thinks I'm funny. And I completely disregarded that. Wow. I know, right? See? It comes full circle, though, huh? Look at that. It did. <laughs> it really did. Now I'm like, la, 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 everywhere I go. So <laughs> if I really, if I would have paid attention to it, and uh, Doris, she was a great, she was amazing. She 
she told me she's like oh i'm gonna see you one day in a stage f uh, in a stadium filled of 1500 people because she had just done something like that and i was like miss you're lying and i i'm strongly starting to believe her um so definitely it, it comes full circle it really does i know that Okay, so when I'm looking at your page, I'm like, oh my god, I need marketing advice. <laughs> I don't know how to market myself. What do I do? Um, and this is real. I totally go look on your page. I'm like, oh, oh okay, I, I, oh, I understood that. And um, <laughs> my I husband says that somebody should just follow me all day long to just hear like the random conversations I have with myself. Um, they're really funny. But <laughs> you, you speak with a lot of business owners and, and things like that. At any point... Do you feel like there's maybe one or two tips that you want to drop for our listeners about how to actually like capitalize your revenue and how to to make how to make the bag, you know? <laughs> Is there anything that you can think of that you wish somebody told you or you want to tell me? Really, that's the question. But um <laughs> <laughs> um you know, it's uh that's a great question. There there's so many variables, right? Um especially in business and and Here's the one thing. I just had this conversation with Paola last night. I was telling her, I'm like, hey, I can't wait to get on this podcast and, you know, add some value, right? Um, a lot of things that most people don't see in entrepreneurship or business owners. I deal with business owners daily, all day long, right? And out of all the clients that I have, there's only two that have it right. Are you joking? Two? No, two. And oh, the reason why I say now. that... <laughs> And I won't say any names, right? I don't want to get in trouble. But the, the reality is, is this is what makes me so happy is that people are still trying to figure it out. They've been in business from 10. I even have a, a client that's been in business for 40 years, Jeez. right? And you would think it's been figured out. But what happens is you stay in that rut. You stay in this thing. So to give you a solid answer, I mean, what I think everyone should do, again, always falls back into getting a mentor finding someone who does what you do because they're going to cut that process down and they're going to teach you the specifics that gave them the success that they have. You know, a lot of these business owners I work with just said, Hey, I love this. I don't want to work for someone. So they just started doing it. Mm -hmm. And they're literally driving themselves insane because they're not following systems and processes that have been in place for many, many years. And that's where I come into play. So that's that's my position, right? And that's the best thing I could say is find someone, even if they don't consider themselves a mentor, find someone that is literally successful in whatever you're doing. Yeah. And that'll help you out no matter what. So find find your your goal, whoever your goal yes. is, and just become their bestie. Um, yes. So <laughs> it is. I I uh, you made it sound like so professional. I'm like, aha, and and <laughs> that was great. <laughs> That was good. I, I loved it. But it's it's funny that you say that my my uncle in the Dominican, he's like my dad, uh, my, my father figure, and he's a serial entrepreneur. And he's the only one of my relatives that did not leave the Dominican Republic. And he's doing so well. Um, and it's his mentor was somebody when he was 21, offered him a job. And he said no to him because he was making like it was like pennies more where he was. And mm -hmm. six months later, he he's a software developer. That's a, that's his trade, but he's done like a million things. Um, but when he went back to ask him for a job, because he, he finally figured out who he was and what he's done in his legacy at that point, 30 years ago, 
and he actually bumped down his pay to, to minimum. Yep. Because he said you took too long to come work for me. So now you have <laughs> to you have to uh, earn what normal people make, like what my secretary makes. That's what you're gonna make. And it, he always tells me that story because he he says when somebody offers you something, you say yes right away because if not, somebody's gonna come who's less talented than you, and it's gonna do it for less money than you. So yes. You you say yes and. If, one day you and him should meet because he's just like, I talked to him for five minutes. I'm like, oh my God, you just, what? Your story right there just connected with me, which is crazy. And it's kind of ironic. I did the exact same thing where I'm currently at. That's the ironic part. <laughs> and um, I left, I literally left a job where I was making a ton of money. And I literally took almost a $4,000 pay cut a month to come work with my mentor. Yeah. Two years later, I mean, he was like, no, you're not going to get made making the same amount of money you're making. Now you're going to make less. It's the exact same story. Oh, because yeah. I declined opening up a gym with him previously to that because I was too scared. And here I am. Here's my mentor. Right. Like, that's my mentor. Why am I scared? And because of the prior experiences that I had. So going back to him, finally, I say, yes, I get less money. But then long term, look what happens. I get ownership. That's the thing people don't realize. You know, he saw the talent. Why would he work with me for so long? Yeah. Yeah. But he made me earn it again. And that that's the thing is that a lot of people don't see. So I, I definitely wanted to point that out. And, and, and say that there's a lot of relation to that story with your uncle as well. So I Oh, he is, he is the master to me. Like, he's probably, I don't respect a lot of people in life, but him, his stories <laughs> are just, I just saw him in New York when I was there a couple of weeks ago. And the gems he dropped, just like me just sitting there, and he's just talking. And I'm like, aren't you guys hearing what he just said? Nobody? Nobody? <laughs> you need to bring a recorder next time. <laughs> oh, he is, but no, he, it. I did uh, I did an event a couple of weeks ago and I just I opened for somebody and at the end when the, the event was done and everybody was going home people were taking pictures with me who opened for four minutes and 57 seconds yes. and they were taking pictures with him and at the end he goes to me I don't know who was the star here you or I because... <laughs> <laughs> that's great <laughs> it was so funny he's like i don't know i'm gonna have to like cut you down to three minutes next show i was like hey no don't do that to me <laughs> but that's it, awesome it's funny it's just funny how when you're in the right environment you just flourish but sometimes you got to get it you guys heard him you got to take a pay cut you you have to be humble you have to grind there's stuff that i do for people that i get i i don't even get a shout out like a thank you <laughs> nothing mm -hmm. Like nothing. And, um, but what I learn in those rooms is just, it doesn't even have value to me. Um, like it, it, like, oh, so much, so much you can learn just by being in the right room. But I know I actually had a viewer ask me this question and I promised her I would ask all the other entrepreneurs this. So, sure. uh, shout out to her. She listens to me every single week. But what does a day look like for you in a sense? Like, do you wake up, gym, tan, and laundry? Like, what, what do you do? <laughs> Jersey, huh? <laughs> Jersey Shore. I, you know what, though? I, I'll give you two seconds. The reason why I quote them is they did a show which is solely based on their lives. And we're still talking about it years later. Yeah. The end. 
Like, even though yeah. it was, like, weird and whatever, and they were, to me, they were marketing geniuses. I was about to say that. They marketed themselves so really well. well. So well. Good branding, personal branding all day long. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, yeah. Good. Your, your your main focus is what do you do on a daily basis, right? You know, what, is a, what does a day look like for you? When, when you start, like when do you rise and do you ever go to sleep? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, in fact, the, the, the older I get, the more sleep I get, which is nice. Um, hey. You know, some people see me and they think, man, he, he lives a crazy, busy life. But it's it's been very specific. Um, what I learned later in the years is time management. And before that, I was just a, a workhorse. I was like, oh, I'm just going to work every hour of the day. I'm hustling all day. It doesn't matter. But if you're hustling all day and you don't have a specific agenda, you're just wasting time, right? So the, the one thing my mentor always taught me is that 1% of people in the world share one thing in common is they all do time management. And that's why they're so successful. And I'm very specific. So I get up every day. I try to get up earlier than five in the morning and Mm -hmm. I'm really not an early bird. I'll be Mm -hmm. honest. Um, but I got two puppies, you know, I got two dogs. I got to walk them. So while walking them at five in the morning, um, I'm by, I'm at the office by six 30 in the morning. And the reason why I get there so early is because by eight o'clock, I already have a bajillion phone calls and emails coming in trying to to find solutions for people or coaching other business owners Mm -hmm. or drive time meeting new potential people right so that hour and a half i'm able to really get almost three to four hours worth of work done in that hour and a half right so uh typically the day is literally from 5 a.m till about i'd say six o'clock in the evening and between that time frame i don't know if you've ever heard of ed milette he, he said it best. Love him. Um, he's amazing, right? Ugh. He said it best. He's able to fit three work days in one day. And I fell in love with that. I'm like, wow, I didn't realize that's what I do. I just never really looked at it that way, right? So the, the best thing I can tell everyone is, A, make personal time, right? Whether that's a little bit of gym time, walk time. Uh, I call it all day. What I do specifically is I put personal wins throughout the day. Okay. Um, so I'll write that down in my time management where, you know, my personal win is when I get a chance to do a video for social media. That's a personal win for me because that's my outlet. I have something in my mind. Boom. I put it on video and I'm like, wow, I got to share that for, for everyone. But that also helped me get through my day. Right. So um, I, I put personal wins. Make sure you get a workout throughout the day. Make sure all your meals are already prepped for the day so that there's no excuses to break habits and to eat unhealthy and drink energy drinks, right? Your health is very important. Extremely. um, Yeah, we always do a meal prep day on Sundays. We get prepared for the week so that way you don't fall off plan. Um, And then your agenda throughout the whole day. Uh, You know, you're just looking at your tasks and you're seeing what's going on through those tasks. And just making sure you're on point. And if you can't finish certain things, then, you know, forward it to the next day. Um, I know I'm not getting too specific. I'll, I'll take forever talking about it, right? No, but, but hey, that was helpful enough. That was how I, I got it. You got to schedule, eat right, stay motivated, and be accountable. Yes, all day. 
every day. This is what I this is what I gathered. I gathered this. So if you guys didn't, then <laughs> then then go back and listen again. Um, that was interesting that you said you said something about meal prep meal prepping. Sorry, that's huge mm-hmm. for me. When I meal prep, I'm like in the best mood ever. And when I'm busy and I don't, I turn out being grouchy. I know it's possible. <laughs> I I do get grouchy. Um, towards like that three four o'clock point of the day. Um, so I've noticed that. So definitely meal prepping is, is for the win. If you could find yourself 10 years ago and give yourself one piece of advice, what would it be? Oh, that's a great question. Uh, honestly, would be define your goals. And the reason why I say that is because I never really had a set goal. And I felt like I could have cut so much time because in in our world, in entrepreneurship world, right? When you say you lose five years, like let's say uh, from 20 to 25, if I were to say I lost five years, that means really I lost 10 in the entrepreneurial world. So you double that. And if anyone could take anything off this podcast today in this episode is cut that time. Because if you wait another three more years and you haven't put a defined goal in place, you actually lost six. And I want to save you time because that's all we have left, right, is is trying to figure things out. So set and define that goal. And trust me, you will eventually get there. you got to be patient. All the rest of the planning and steps will come into place. But define the goal. That's what I would have said to myself many, many years ago. Oh, I actually, I felt that. Oh, man, you make me tear up. Um, <laughs> the, the host is not supposed to cry on her own show. Uh, <laughs> that that was a really good one. Um, definitely, I I would have just, I have nothing to say. That was amazing. I Your younger self is proud of you. I'm Thank very you. sure. I'm very sure that right now he's like, yeah, look at him win. Um, this is a time in, in my show that I kind of give you the floor. And you can talk about anything that's on your mind. You can plug, plug, plug. Where can we find you? How can we obtain your services? Like make my viewers into viewers into a billionaire. Hey, I, I posted something about billionaires the other day. I got a good I got a good uh, hit. Um, but point of story is, what what do you want to say? This is your time. Plug away. This is your show now, not mine. Sure, sure. I love it. Um, you know, I could talk for hours, so I'll cut it down real quick for you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know, you can find me on official. J Merck on Instagram. Uh, so official J M E R C. And, um, you know, I, I primarily use that platform cause it's the easiest. It's the best. It's what's growing. And I feel like it's what works for me. That's why I'm not on other platforms. Um, I, I just love Instagram. And, uh, you know, the main thing I'd love to say first and foremost, thank you so much. I'm so humbled and, oh. and, and just honored to be on your show. Um, I remember when I was on Instagram live with true gratitude and you were interactive and I was like, Hmm, <laughs> I see where this girl's going. And I, and I didn't know anything else about you. So I, I really, I want to <laughs> applaud you. I love what you're doing for everyone. Right. Oh, thank um, you. Thank you. And you know, one last thing I'd love to add for you guys to understand, you know, a lot of people hear business coaching and, you know, the, 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 the craze right now on the internet is personal development, right? Mm-hmm. And if there's one thing I really want to emphasize with people is, 
you know, how powerful is it to be on Instagram? You know, I, I met you through Instagram. I've never seen you personally. Um, I feel like I've known you for a long time now. We hold each other accountable. Um, same thing with true gratitude and everyone else, right? We all introduced each other. Like how powerful is social media where you can influence people in the right way, right? And at the end of the day, when people ask me about business coaching, it's really personal development. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm teaching behaviors and teaching people understanding a specific language. And when I say that, I'm very specific about that. When you look at my profile, it says the universal language. Mm-hmm. You and I speak English, right? On some days. <laughs> Some days, right? Yeah. Sometimes Spanish, right? Sometimes Spanish. <laughs> but, you know, sometimes we just don't understand each other as human beings, right? And we have these tools put in place for business coaching where, you know, if I say one thing, hey, did you take the directive with this individual on your team? They know what I'm talking about because I coach them on that tool. But really what that means is what behavior are you doing with them to understand what you're saying? So, I, I think this is a very powerful platform where we're teaching each other and understanding each other. And my message really is to, to just stay positive, stay motivated, and, and, and just understand that we all speak different languages, but yet we all still understand each other in some shape or form. And, you know, I, I, again, I, I'm sorry. I'm just super humbled. I, I can't even believe I'm doing this right now. Oh, I, you're I, welcome. This is super fun. <laughs> I love interviewing people like this is like the if i could do this back to back and i've been doing it back to back the last week um it's it's fascinating to me totally it's awesome so you're doing a great job i love it (laughs) oh well thank you thank you for being on here we really enjoyed it i'm sure the listeners are thrilled right now to listen to you and i'm gonna quote you right now and end with my mic drop you said if you're hustling all day and you ain't getting anywhere it's because you're not doing it right this is your girl advice from hannah and Joelle on the other side, take care. Bye. Bye.